Today we're talking about pricey lawsuits, a puzzling economy, a new bill born this weekend, and other top news from Monday, August 8th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour over. Here's the quote of the day. A religion that costs nothing is worth nothing. A cheap Christianity without a cross will prove in the end a useless Christianity without a crown. J.C. Ryle. Let's get started with some espresso shots. A bill passed through the Senate 51 to 50 this weekend. It's called the Inflation Reduction Act. It's the product of lots of compromises to win over moderate senators Manchin and Cinema. It includes Democratic priorities such as 1. Providing over $300 billion in climate reform and penalizing oil and gas companies for harmful emissions. 2. Giving Medicare the power to negotiate some drug prices. And 3. Imposing a 15% minimum tax rate on large profitable corporations. Despite the name, a nonpartisan analysis concluded it would have little effect on inflation. After squeaking through the Senate on VP Harris's tie-breaking vote, it received zero Republican support, the bill advances to the House, where the Democratic majority is expected to pass it later this week and send it to President Biden to sign into law. Here's a verse to consider when considering the people who write and name our laws. First of all, then, I urge that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for everyone, for kings and all those who are in authority, so that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. 1 Timothy 2, 1-2 The jobs market continues to be the annoying perfect child of the economic family. U.S. employers added 528,000 jobs in July, double the expected 258,000, and unemployment dropped to 3.5%. Both numbers represented symbolic milestones. One, there are now more workers in the U.S. than there were before the pandemic, a so-called full recovery. And two, the unemployment rate is the same as it was in February 2020 and is tied for the lowest rate in 53 years. And yet, these metrics are confusingly out of sync with an economy that has shrunk for two consecutive quarters, a rule of thumb definition for a recession. For their part, the Fed is expected to see the jobs report as a green light to continue aggressively raising rates to combat inflation without too much fear of tanking the economy. Regardless of whether the broader economy is struggling or thriving, Christians need to seek to give generously of our time, talents, and resources to those in greater need. Reach out to your local church to see where help is needed. Hebrews 13, 16 says, Don't neglect to do what is good and to share, for God is pleased with such sacrifices. Friday was the finale of a years-long defamation lawsuit. It started with InfoWars founder Alex Jones claiming the 2012 Sandy Hook school shooting was staged by actors as part of a government plot to promote gun control. Jones now says he believes the massacre was real, but maintains promoting the conspiracy theory was free speech. The jury disagreed. They ordered Jones to pay $45.2 million in punitive damages, on top of the $4.1 million already awarded in actual damages, for defamation to the parents of a six-year-old killed in the shooting. It's a hefty tab, and Jones's financial situation is unclear. He testified that any penalty over $2 million would, quote, sink him. However, an expert witness estimated Jones is worth over $135 million. Two more lawsuits against Jones have been on hold since his company declared bankruptcy. Christians should pursue justice while retaining love for both the victims and the attacker, desiring restoration, not revenge. We do not have the privilege of only loving the lovable. Luke 6.32 says, If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them.
This next story is sponsored by World Concern. The drop-off happened in 2020. No, we're not talking about our social lives or the economy, but the levels of rain in the Horn of Africa. Ethiopia, Kenya, and Somalia are experiencing their worst drought in 40 years. It's dried up water points and forced people and animals to migrate in search for water, but there's none to be found. In the last two years, at least 7 million livestock have died, and the number of people without access to clean water in the region has risen to over 11.5 million. World Concern has boots on the ground providing emergency water, food, and hygiene kits to help people survive this crisis, and is also helping construct water collection systems, restock herds, and plant crops for a more stable future. We're asking the TPO community to join us in partnering with World Concern to help the Horn of Africa. Please pray for rain, and if you're able, donate $5 or $500. We're matching the first $1,000 in donations. Just give through the link in our show notes. James 2, 15 through 16 says, If a brother or sister is without clothes and lacks daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, stay warm, and be well fed, but you don't give them what the body needs, what good is it? In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. Indiana became the first state to pass a bill further restricting abortions following Roe v. Wade's overturn. The bill prohibits abortions except in cases of rape or incest, up to 12 weeks, fetal abnormality, or protecting the mother's life. It also requires abortions be performed at hospital-owned facilities, shutting down the state's abortion clinics. The White House isn't monkeying around. Last week, it declared a public health emergency, allowing federal funding and resources to aid the response to monkeypox. There have been roughly 7,500 cases and zero deaths reported, largely concentrated among gay and bisexual men. China's public display of aggression has continued with military drills in the air and sea around Taiwan. The heightened tensions are in response to Speaker Pelosi's visit to Taiwan last week. China has also cut off defense and climate talks with the U.S. and imposed sanctions on Pelosi herself. Over the weekend, Israel launched a second offensive against Islamic Jihad, a terrorist group in Gaza. A senior Islamic Jihad commander was killed in the midst of a crowded Gaza refugee camp. Two other militants and five civilians were killed in the attack. President Biden is breaking out of isolation again. After testing negative for COVID both Saturday and Sunday, the White House said the commander-in-chief left 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue for the first time in more than two weeks following his recovery from a mild rebound case of COVID. That's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcast app, give us a five-star rating and drop a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. We appreciate your support. We hope you have a great day. We'll see you on Wednesday.